Blog Talk Radio. Oh! 
Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, your co- your host, as usual, William Memo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going out there? I'm doing all right, man, as best as I can be, man. You know, it's officially one week one week from the Mets getting eliminated, so I'm going to finally share my thoughts about that. You know, have a lot to get off my chest, finally. I had to wait a week to do this, so I'll uh, get to that, be off the show with that. And, of course, I'm going to talk about the Knicks battling, um, you know, the Lakers uh, at the Garden, um, which could be Kobe's last game. We'll discuss that, of course. Uh, we'll talk about, uh, uh, of course, the, the Nets, how they're doing, and, uh, of course, talk talk hockey, talk Jets, Giants, uh, basically everything. And, of course, the major news that happened to WWE that affected uh, the upcoming SummerSlam, uh, not SummerSlam, I should say uh, Survivor Series uh, pay-per-view event coming up uh, later this month. So we're going to get into that. But, of course, you you guys know, most importantly, uh, the number is 917 Three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. So feel free to share your thoughts on these uh, topics and more. But uh, yeah, let's let's start with the Mets, man. Uh, you know, as you know, like I said, the World Series um, ended officially one week, and um, yeah, man, I'm ready for the big payback, man, because I'm. I know it's just a week, but uh, it feels like a bad dream, man. I, you know what I mean? You know, I'm trying to get past it, but, you know, there's no given, even though Mets got the awesome pitching, there's no given that, you know, that Mets will return back there because that's how I felt in 2001. I thought, hey, you know, we went, you know, 99, you know, we lost in the NLCS. Then 2000, you know, we lost, uh, you know, in the World Series to the Yankees, of course, which, you're, of course, I know you're familiar with that. Yep. And, you know, I thought 2001, hey, you know, you know, we're going to put the final, get the final pieces, you know, uh, you know, maybe go after A-Rod, sign them, and, you know, make that run for the championship. And as you know, that never happened. And basically, Mets had to wait 15 years to get back uh, to where they needed to be, and that's the World Series. But unfortunately, the Mets, man, you know, all these messed up plays, uh, you know, they let every game, you know, even the game where they got beat up by the um, by the Royals game two, um, you know, they were, they led one nothing briefly in the beginning until, uh, you know, the, the Royals scored seven runs and, Cueto, uh, you know, got a complete game, uh, game two, uh, with two hitter, two hit, uh, you know, gave up only one run. But all the games we we had the lead, including, uh, you know, games, uh, game five, where Matt Harvey he pitched a billion game, you know, he, um, uh, you know, he went eight plus innings, try to, you know, try to uh, complete the game. And, of course, before the inning started, uh, um, Terry Collins, you know, 
told them that, you know, he's done for the game. But as you knew, Matt Harvey was going to do, you know, he has that bulldog mentality. He didn't want to leave the game, you know, talking about his legacy and, you know, the team needing that pivotal uh, uh, win so they could push a potential game six uh, in uh, Kansas City. Unfortunately, you know, uh, Terry Collins, uh, you know, he, he brought him in and, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, um, basically, um, you know, Matt Harvey gave up, you know, the, the hits uh, to, um, you know, sc- score the extra run and, uh, you know, to, to knock him out of the game 2-1 at the time. Brian Familia, and, uh, of course, you know, uh, Murphy had, you know, that costly error, and that opened up the floodgates, and they, and they basically whooped our behinds in extra innings, and Royals are your new uh, world champions. And basically, my thought about the whole thing is, obviously, I'm PO'd about it, but um, I, I support Terry Collins' uh, decision to start Harvey because I thought that should have been a non-issue. I thought Harvey should have started the the, the started uh, the ninth. My problem is is that he shouldn't have took he shouldn't have decided to take him out before he went into the game because Matt Harvey had to basically lobby to to firm to start the ninth and. You could clearly see Matt Harvey was not the same pitcher he was the first uh, eight innings. Yeah. So my my thinking was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna get, to, I'm gonna let you get to your point uh, in a few seconds. Oh no, I'm just agreeing with you. Uh, you know, I just felt he should let Matt Harvey go in, have a short leash, you know, see how he was doing. Of course, had familiar warming up as he did, but my problem is is that he shouldn't have told. Matt Harvey that he's out of the game and to make Matt Harvey had to basically use all his energy to try to convince Terry Collins to put him in, which Terry Collins did, but he ran out of gas. So my, my thinking was Terry, Terry Collins should let him start the inning, see how, how he did. And then took, you know, before, you know, basically he, he, he didn't have it with that first batter he faced. So he, he could have, he could have took him out right then and there, you know what I'm saying? But, um, Basically, the the you know that that really killed the Mets. And basically, you know, familiar he was great the, this regular season. I gave him a pass for game one because I mean the guy, you know, he threw one bad quick pitch, which you know unfortunately I had a feeling one day it would bite him in the dust because you know basically most of the times when he throws a quick pitch it's a fastball. I think in this case it was a, a, a breaking ball that didn't break in that tied up the game for the new free agent, Alex Gordon. Um, but, yeah, other than that, you know, obviously the bad, the bad errors, you know, in, the, in, the, in, the, um, in this series basically cost it for the Mets. And now Jarrett's familiar has the most saves and most blown saves in, in the World Series history. Um, but it's a really bad opportunity, Matt. Mets had, had the opportunity to – you know, hopefully win the championship, and they just blew it. They they did not look ready. They, they they didn't look like the same team that took them to the finals. And um, I'll I'll just let you share your thoughts on that. Yeah, man, you made um, some valid points there. I mean, Mets were clearly um, outmanaged, um, outhit, outpitched, and uh, outmatched by the Royals' experience in the series. 
Royals sh- sh- showed in the series that they were the better team. I mean, uh, you know, they were relentless. I mean, they were hitting almost any pitch. They were coming back from uh, from leads. You know, they were getting to closers. They were getting clutch hits. You know, Royals, uh, you know, they, they show why they're a great team, you know, and uh, Mets had their chances, you know, but, uh, you know, they, they had the two, what, what was it, two blown saves in the series? Uh, three. Three blown saves, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you can't let that happen, you know. When you have a team down, you got to close the lead. You, you got to close the game, you know. And, you know, that's, it, it probably should have went – it, it probably should have went to a sixth game. Who knows? Maybe a seven game series. Who knows? If Mets hadn't blowed blew those games, but you know, you can't look back now. I mean, it's it's done. You know, the Royals came back. They won those games. Came back off of uh, the Mets closer twice or a few times, and that Matt Harvey um, that last game where um, was it game five or was that game uh, four? Five. That was game five, right? That was the final game. Okay, so mm-hmm. I I thought Harvey should have went into the night to because uh, he was pitching a magnificent game. So I thought he should have, you know, he should have started the game, should have started the night um, instead of bringing the closer. But I guess uh, you know the manager wanted to take him out and bring the closer, which is understandable because you know Matt Harvey he does have a, you know, they, they want to prevent him from having any, you know, issues with the arm since he had, you know, uh, he was out for a year um, because of an arm injury. So I guess he was being cautious there, maybe. Um, but I thought Matt Harvey deserved to go into the night since he was pitching a great game to close the game out. And him having to lobby to go into the night kind of left him flustered. Um, and that affected his pitching performance after that. I mean, he wasn't the same pitcher in that ninth inning compared to the previous eight, and uh, Royals got to him, and then Royals got to the Mets' bullpen once he left, and Royals ended up coming back, winning the game, winning the series, and, you know, all the Mets could do now is, you know, just try to get better and hopefully make it back to the World Series. But uh, before anyone talks about getting payback on the Royals, you got to make it back to the playoffs first. You know, that's the main thing. You got to get better. You got to get. You got to get more pitching. You got to get better hitters, and you got to get back to the playoffs, and maybe eventually get back to the World Series. So, you got to start from scratch again. You, you're 100 percent right. I agree with everything you say, and you know I I take nothing away from the Royals. You know, I, congratulations to them. You know, it hurts me to say this, but they were the better team. I mean, Mets were trying to upset the Royals. I mean, everybody knew that. Everybody and their moms were, were picking the Royals to win, uh, unless if you're a Mets fan. So, you know, I give the Royals all the credit in the world. They beat us. They outplayed us. I mean, the Royals, they must have thought they were they were playing Survivor because they outwit <laughs> us, they outplay, outlast us, they outplayed us and outlast us, outsurvived us or whatever, man. They, they just, every time... You know, like how they say when a home run hitter gets on base, you know, gets to the plate, they're like automatically in scoring position because of their power. Yeah. The Royals, man, every time they they got on base, they were in scoring position because they stole on us. They stole on us, man. We should have we should have pressed charges on them. <laughs> I mean, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, I, I didn't know if we were playing against the Royals or the Beagle Boys. Yeah, I mean, man. it was ridiculous how they kept stealing on this. It was it was frustrating. It was absolutely frustrating how they outplayed us. 
And the way how we played in the World Series, the you know, the defense, the the bullpen. I mean, we look like we it looked like we thought we were in a spring training game. That's how much the Royals <laughs> dominated us, man. It was that's what really you know really made me po the most is that um is, is that um, man I forgot my 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 train of thought. It, it was like. Ah, they they had they played better, had they played defense, and just uh, especially you know up the middle, and and I had these bonehead plays like Cespedes getting um caught to end the the, the uh, game four in a in a um in a what you call in a, a game ending double play. I mean they just outplayed us, man. It it, it was really though this Mets team was, and I've seen teams get swept in the playoffs. This had to be like the worst postseason team I've seen in the World Series. Played in the World Series, and I'm not. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. The, the Mets were great in the you know the NLDS, the NLCS. They they overcame Granky and and Kershaw multiple times. Uh, they defeated Jake Arrieta and um, Lester and that potent offense of the, um, the the Cubs, which they're also on the rise along with us. Um, but man, the World Series, man. You know Murphy. You know you knew he wasn't gonna go on that tear forever. And Cespedes, man, he didn't do nothing. I mean, nobody did anything really. I mean, Wright had some hits, you know, here and there. I mean, um, Conforto, he had that game, game four, where he hit two home runs. You know, by the end, that people didn't do anything. The heart of the order was was horrible. The only person who did something was Granderson, and he recently had surgery. Right. He was playing through the, the surgery. Um, um, Kadire, when he played, he didn't do anything. He just had surgery too, which explained how he, he looked lost at the plate. And, uh, man, it was just a, a wasted opportunity. Mets could have won the World Series had they played the game better. They had to be perfect to beat – we knew they had to be perfect to beat the Royals because – the Royals, they went to the World Series before. They got their payback from last year. You know, they went this far to the playoffs and they lost. And um, now, now they're now they're the champions now. And now we gotta now we gotta do what we have to do. Whether it's resigning Confort, I mean uh, Murphy or Cespedes, which I don't think they will. But um, well, they they did make a qualifying offer of fifteen million dollar, but. You know, everybody expect Murphy to uh, reject it because so far, everybody in the history, I think there's 34 people so far who's been offered uh, quality um, offers uh, prior to this year, and everybody's turned it down. So, if it was me and you, someone offered us one year, 15 million. You know, we, you know, we're signing up for that. But, oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, in baseball, you know, he feels. I'm pretty sure he'll get a two or three year deal. Maybe even four, so um, he's most likely going to reject it and uh, become a free agent. And I don't know if they don't resign those guys or or at least get somebody. I don't know, get somebody comparable. I mean, I don't know who you're going to find who's going to be comparable as Cespedes was in the the, the regular season. I mean. It's it's a strong chance they're not gonna make it. I mean, they would need everything to break right. They would need the the pitchers. We know they're gonna do their thing, but they just gotta really um, shore up the bullpen. Maybe by signing uh, Darren O'Day, 
or um or um you know definitely improving the the um you know the the the, the offense you know whether it's signing De- uh, Dexter Fowler or Hayward or somebody of that ilk you know I mean they have a they have a lot of work to do I mean obviously they have the starting pitching but other than that they really need to you know work up the middle I mean I know they're thinking about uh, you know, maybe giving the starting second second base job to Herrera, who you know who has who's shown flashes of playing well, or Flores, you know who who you know of course after he nearly got traded, he showed flashes of you know his brilliance until he got into the postseason. So you know we'll see what Mets are going to do about that. I think but, uh, I think they'll sign one of those two guys, Cespedes or Mar- Murphy. Um, I think one of those two will be coming back. Well, I I hope so. Uh, I I know uh, sisters didn't do well, but you know in the postseason. But uh, I don't know if they're gonna get anybody else. Anybody else is available without you know giving up one of their starting pitching. You know, getting impact player on the yeah. market like that. So I think they should resign Cespedes. I mean, well we'll see what happens. And I like Murphy. You know, he's been on the team since '08. You know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him back one more year. You know, at least one more year. You know, you know. But we'll see what happens. You know, so that's got Alderson has a lot of tough decisions. But one of the easiest decisions he did was offering uh, Terry Collins a two-year contract. Uh, so Terry Collins will be back with the team for at least two years. So congrats to him. Congrats. But uh, moving on, somebody who might not be back next year is Kobe Bryant. And, uh, you know, he has, he, prior to tonight, he, he didn't play in the garden for like, uh, two years. And, uh, you know, he was expecting, uh, after they beat up on the, the, uh, the, the Nets on Friday night, uh, which, uh, coming into that game, the Nets and the, the, um, and the, uh, Lakers were winless. Uh, but of course, as you know, the Lakers won in Brooklyn. So Lakers were trying to uh, extend their, you know, their slim one-game winning streak, their first one of the season to two games, entering to the Garden, in what would what could be uh, Kobe Bryant's uh, last game. And uh, you know, basically the Knicks outplayed them. You know, Carmelo had 24 points. Uh, Lopez had his best game as a Nick. 14 points, uh, 13 rebounds, um, and, and a lot of other players. You know they they uh, produced, and uh, which and of course you know the Knicks won by the final score of uh, 99 to 95. And Knicks at, at the end of the game they went on an 11-0 run to seal the game. So, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, Calderon finally didn't play like a bitch. And... <laughs> Yeah, they, they had, this was a good win. I mean, this is a team that you're supposed to beat. But this was a game that they were supposed to win. I mean, I still think Calderon and Vujicic should be mm-hmm. benched. I, I think agree. Galloway should be starting and also Williams as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they did a good job. Um, you know, they're 3-4. and four, But, you know, it's considering uh, the opponents they, they played, I would say, you know, this is not a bad start right now. You know? I, I agree with you. And, uh, uh, this is the first win at the Garden. Yep. And um, finally, they got that, thank goodness. And, 
you know, like you said, uh, they had some tough losses, you know, to teams that were expected to lose the Spurs, uh, yeah. the Cavs, most recently Hawks. So, yeah, all in all, the Knicks are playing pretty well. They're playing as competitive as me and you. And, yes, dare I say it, Charles Barkley uh, expected them uh, to do. I mean, obviously, yeah. the, the the record doesn't uh, show that. But, you know, the season's still early. And speaking of the season being early, the 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 Knicks and the Lakers don't usually play this early in the in the regular season. They That's maybe true. you know it's usually a marquee game. You know they play, you know like maybe on Christmas Day, or, and they shoot you like a prime you know like a primetime game on ABC or yeah. or ESPN or TNT on Thursdays. But yeah, this was like a throwaway game, I guess, because of the you know the records of the the you know the team how horrible these teams have been uh, these past couple of years. But come on, yeah, this is the this is Lakers Lakers Knicks man. This, this rivalry is right up there, you know, with the with the Celtics and and the Lakers. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's a little what, too early, but hey, as long as you win, I don't care what time of year it is. Yeah, the only my only regret is I wish I was in person to see this game. But yeah, me too. But you know, hey, most importantly, like you said, the Knicks win. So, congrats to them, and. Uh, Moving on, the Giants return and uh, mo- to you know they got the victory and most importantly, uh, you know they stopped their losing streak and uh, JPP returned and uh, um, basically helped them uh, get this victory. What's your thoughts on uh, today's performance? Yeah, it was a good Giant win. Um, Eli had two touchdowns. Um, they, they played some great defense in that fourth quarter. Uh, JPP had a decent game. Uh, I was uh, curious to see how he would play, you know, with one hand. Uh, but uh, he did a good job. Uh, he's, uh, he looks like the old JPP, you know, even with the uh, missing uh, fingers on the, on that hand. Uh, and, um, yeah, Giants Giants win this game 32-18, to 18th, I think it is. And right now they're 5-4. and four, So they're still winning the division right now by a game. Um, but, yeah, great performance by the Giants, considering that they lost that uh, shootout game Last week against the uh, the Saints. Steelers. Oh no, the Saints. Right. Yeah, you're right. Right. Breeze had seven touchdowns, which I mean, that's yeah. I mean that's like you know that goes without saying. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Giants a good comeback win today in Tampa. So uh, hopefully Giants can continue, you know, and hold on to this lead in the NFC East. Uh, absolutely. And uh, the other team in town. Um, they also snapped their uh, losing streak. Uh, the the Jets they they won by the final score of uh, twenty eight to twenty three, and they defeated they defeated the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, at, you know at uh, MetLife Stadium. Of course, you know the 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 Jets they rebounded from uh, their um, most recent loss uh, to the Raiders, when uh, basically you know. Fitzpatrick and Smith got injured uh, in that game, but you know you got to give the the Jets some credit. You know Ivory didn't have a good game today, but uh, Fitzpatrick, you know you know he's still hurt. You know he he gutted it out, and you know he helped the, the team get the victory. So, congrats to him and the the Jets uh, coming away with the W. Yeah, congrats. And um, also. Uh, in uh hockey uh the the rangers have the the rangers and the devils have been playing well you know 
uh, lately. You know, the Rangers, as we speak right now, they're 10 and 2 uh, and 2, and uh, they're currently on a five game winning streak. And uh, the Devils, they're on a two game winning streak, and they're. Um, their record is uh, eight and five, and uh, Devils—they just recently won uh, in in overtime. So both the Devils and the Rangers are doing well, and yeah. the Islanders. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, they're seven five and three, but uh, they're trying to prevent a potential three-game uh, losing streak right now. So, so far the teams, you know, they're they're doing well. The Rangers, you know, still leading the uh, the conference right now, and uh, you know it's all about right now with the Rangers. It's all about the playoffs, you know, like it used to be with the Knicks back in the nineties. You know, the regular season doesn't mean nothing. It's all about the playoffs. And Rangers have made the um, the um, what is it? The conference finals uh, in three of the last four years, or something like that, right? Yeah. So, you know, they got to get over that hump, man. And hopefully, hopefully this year, this is the year where they win the Stanley Cup title. You know, last year they lost, you know, in a heartbreak to um, what team uh, was to the that, Lightning. Uh, to the Lightning. To the Lightning in the conference in, finals, right? Exactly, right. So, hopefully they got to get over that hump, man. Yeah. They got to get back to the Stanley Cup finals and try to win it all. Yeah, they're, they're, they're basically in the similar situation with the Mets, except they – they ha- they've had much more success, a lot more success, you know, recently. Yeah. I mean, you know, they both both teams are both trying to get back to the promised land, you know, yeah. and you know, bring the title back to New York. But um, yeah, well, um, you know, lastly, uh, Survivor Series, man, major news, man. Uh, uh, there will be a new champion at the Survivor Series. Why? Because Seth Rollins has a he tore his ACL and his MCL, so he's gonna be gone for like six to nine months. I mean, basically nine months, man. He he could have a baby by then, by the time he comes back. <laughs> yeah, mean, it's, for real. It's really really messed up. You know what happened to him? I mean, obviously he's a heel. You know, I I want as much as I wanted to see the towel off his hands, I want him to lose the old fashioned way, having you know Ambrose or. Uh, you know, uh, Reigns beat him, you know, but unfortunately, because of this injury, you know, he had to vacate the title. But the only good thing about it is that we're going to have the return of the Deadly Games that we had uh, in WWE in 98. I don't know if they're going to call it Deadly Games again since, you know, they're PC nowadays, but, you know, thank goodness they're going to have a tournament again. And uh, it should be interesting to see, you know, What's gonna happen? Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be very interesting. You know, it's. I think the Reigns is gonna win the title, mm-hmm. but it just makes. Well, I thought he was gonna win it anyway. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I, I, but yeah, I, I, it'll be easier route now. Yeah, I told. I totally agree with you. I thought either way, uh, Reigns was gonna win the title, but now it's it's just a, you know, a fit fit complete. You know, basically, it's a done deal. He's gonna win the title anyway, so. Basically, hopefully it'll be an awesome tournament, and uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, Rollins will put some marquee matches, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get a competitive, uh, an awesome Survivor Series tournament. And of course, you know, um, 
the the Wyatt family, they um uh Bray Wyatt revealed on Raw that he stole Undertaker and Kane's soul, so now he now he has both of their powers. He has the lightning and tender of Undertaker and he got the fire of Kane, you know. So it's going to be interesting what he's going to do and how are they going to how is Undertaker and Kane going to return? Because if you remember, this is similar to the Kane story when Kane stole Undertaker's power a few years ago, but they had Paul Bearer come back uh, and give him the urn, and he was able to get his powers back, which, you know, it, it made perfect sense how he got his powers back, even though obviously it's a fictional, fictional storyline, but, you know, it made sense. I don't know how, if Bray Wyatt has Kane and Undertaker's um, soul, are they going to have Sting somehow release them, and then that's how they form a uh, Survivor Series tag team? I, I don't know. This is I don't know how they're going to pull that off. Hopefully tomorrow they'll uh, reveal, they'll Sting will return and it'll make more sense. Where are you going to get his ass kicked, man? <laughs> no doubt about that. There's no doubt he's going to get his butt kicked. Get his ass kicked. What's his name? Brom uh, Strowman. He's gonna finally get his. He's finally gonna get his first loss. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, his ass kicked too. <laughs> For real. So it's gonna be interesting how that uh, that 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 uh, match is gonna be. And uh, basically, you know what they should. Uh, so this basically makes uh, back to Reigns. Uh, this makes his uh, his number one contender thing meaningless unless they say he gets a buy for the first round because of it. I mean, he really won the number one contender to face Seth Rollins for nothing. Yeah, that's true. Because they're going to have a tournament, so hopefully they they do something that makes it, ties it into it. Maybe he does get a bye. Maybe you're right. It makes sense. They have to do something for that. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard about WrestleMania. The rumor is, is that uh, Triple H is going to fight Rock as we all expected. But the other rumor we've been hearing for years looks like it's going to happen, but it's not what we want. Uh, it's going to be. It's not going to be Undertaker versus Sting. It's going to be Undertaker versus Cena. And uh, I bet you shared my opinion on uh, your thoughts. WrestleMania on for WrestleMania. What's your thoughts on Cena Undertaker? Is yeah, well, Undertaker? I thought that should happen a year, a, a year, a few years ago. You know. I, I agree. I see. I read your mind, and I know why. Why when they should have did that. For the streak, yeah. Now without now without the streak, I mean, other than having these two legends finally battle each other at WrestleMania, and those two guys haven't wrestled in a while to, against each other, there. I mean, there's no added intrigue. I mean, I hope what my hope is is that, you know, in this Survivor Series match, is that maybe Undertaker will you know turn on Sting. And it'll, it'll force a feud, a mini feud between the both of them. They have like maybe two or three matches before WrestleMania. Since if Cena's gonna fight Undertaker, and after they resolve that, then Cena will battle Undertaker at WrestleMania. Because I think they should at least they should at least make Sting battle against Undertaker at least once or twice. If that's yeah. not gonna be the WrestleMania match, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I think it's cool. dumb, but yeah. yeah. I think they should have waited until WrestleMania to do it, but they should at least appease the fan to make them at least fight at least once before WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Test the water, yeah. see if they'll be if you know if they'll actually meet our expectations instead of just 
assuming because those guys are both over 50 years old, it's going to be a bad match. Who knows? I mean, look at Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels and uh, Undertaker. Who would have thought those matches would have been off the charts, even though both of those guys, you know, are up there in age. You know, they both were in their 40s, you know, at that point. But those guys still carried the match. They still, like the fans were chanting, you know, you're not rock at the Survivor Series uh, years ago. You still got it. You know, that those guys still got it. Those guys know still know what they're doing. So I think they should give Sting and Undertaker a chance if they're not going to – even if they don't battle each other at WrestleMania. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen. Uh, you have any words you'd like to say? Uh, yeah, I agree with everything that you said. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, check out my show, iMac, Saturdays at 11. But Mike, you check out Sports of Legend every Saturdays at midnight? Yeah. yeah New night? So. Uh, yeah, I suppose it'll be, it'll be on uh, uh, this Saturday at, at midnight. Uh, so... Thank you guys for listening uh, all these years um, on Sports Series and Legend. I hope to see you guys next week. I'm William Mamo. This is Macaulay Matthew. And have a great weekend, guys. And ladies. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.